Welcome to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. I'm Cindy Fox, certified intuitive eating counselor, coach, and registered health professional. If you've spent years struggling with food and body image issues, and you're tired of having stress around food control your life, I'm here to help. Here on Finding Freedom with Food, I teach you how to step away from dieting, learn to trust yourself with food, and eat intuitively. Each week, I'll be dismantling unhealthy diet culture practices that are keeping you disconnected from your body's innate wisdom, and I'll be sharing my best tools, strategies, and mindset shifts to help you rebuild the peaceful, sustainable relationship with food in your body that you were born to have. In addition to this podcast, I'm always sharing free resources on my website, findingfreedomwithfood.com, and social. So find me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and findingfreedomwithfood without the dots on other social platforms. Eating really can be effortless, pleasurable, and fun again. So if you're ready to get reacquainted with the intuitive eater inside of you, let's dive on in. Well, welcome back to Finding Freedom with Food. I'm your host, Cindy Fox, and today I want to talk about Halloween. Halloween is a super fun time of year, but for those with a history of chronic dieting and disordered eating, the candy bowl, it actually can feel more frightening than the haunted houses and the ghosts and other scary Halloween creatures we encounter this time of year. If you're feeling stressed about keeping Halloween candy in your house for fear that you'll binge eat the candy and not be able to control yourself until the candy is out of the house, this episode is for you. Now, if you think that doing Halloween right looks like not keeping any candy in the house leading up to Halloween, buying only candy that you don't like for the trick-or-treaters, or immediately throwing or giving away any leftover candy, I really want you to listen up and hear me out. Now, those behaviors I just talked about, well, they're totally fine if you don't like candy, but if you're avoiding candy at all costs because you don't trust yourself around it, we've got some work to do. So today, I'm going to share a different perspective to help you ditch the fear, regain control, and create a more balanced, peaceful relationship with the Halloween candy bowl. Now, more often than not, the avoidance behavior that I just talked about can have a tendency to backfire. And here's what I want you to know. It's completely possible to keep your favorite Halloween candy in the house without feeling out of control, and you can eat Halloween candy without binging. So let's start with some of the behavioral and mindset shifts you'll want to start making before Halloween night. So let's say that you want to stock up on candy when it goes on sale before Halloween, but in the past that candy was haunting you and calling your name like a spooky ghost who is hiding out in your pantry. Now the best way to start neutralizing that dastardly demon is to let it know you're not going to fall prey to its tricks, its lies, and its foolery. So how do you do this? Well, first, you want to give yourself full permission to eat the candy. And by saying, I have full permission to eat this Halloween candy, you're taking it off of its bad food pedestal. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, all foods fit and there are no bad foods. Now, maybe you can start by giving yourself permission to eat a bit of Halloween candy alongside your meals over the next couple of days. Now, I also recommend that you try to eat it alongside a meal most of the time for optimal blood sugar control. 
If you're truly giving yourself permission to eat it, then the allure will begin to dissipate. But here's what's important as well. Choose the candy that you truly enjoy and that's worth it to you, not just because it's there. My motto is always, if you don't love it, don't bother. And if you do love it, savor it. Now, this next step is super important. When you do eat the candy, be sure to slow down and do so mindfully. So tune inward and pay attention to the flavor and the texture and the smell that you experience while you're eating it. Enjoy every bite and chase away any internal diety voices that want to tell you that you're being bad or that you shouldn't be eating it. Don't be fooled by those negative voices. They seem like they're trying to be helpful, but they'll end up sabotaging you. Now remember, all too often, those tricky, evil voices are gonna lead to last supper chaotic eating episodes. They do things like lie and tell you that since you already blew it, you might as well keep eating because you're gonna start over tomorrow. And you've been down that road before, right? You know where it leads and allowing yourself permission to eat the candy without guilt is what will help you avoid that sneaky, slippery, and completely counterproductive trap. Now, it also is really helpful to focus in on how you feel during and after eating the candy. So maybe one peanut butter cup felt fine, but that second one after the lunch you ate it's not sitting as well. And so this is why there are a few other things that you want to consider to make it much easier to be mindful when eating Halloween candy and any other food that you may have a tendency to restrict. One of those things is to stay tuned in to your hunger cues and try to avoid getting overly hungry. And so that means eating regular meals and snacks throughout the day to keep your blood sugar balanced. Now, while you are eating, slow down and check in periodically on your level of fullness. And here's a helpful tip. As you start to feel early signs of fullness emerging, you may find that the taste of the food actually starts to diminish, which can be a really helpful sign that you're getting ready to stop eating. Now, if you find it challenging to gauge when you're full, and ready to stop eating, my free guide, which is just called Five Steps to Reconnect with Hunger and Fullness, has a simple process that includes a hunger fullness scale that's really just a helpful guide to help you heighten your awareness to your own personal fullness cues. And this is really a helpful way to prevent eating past comfortable fullness. You could just go to hungerfullness.com to download a free copy. Now, if you're going to be trick-or-treating with your children, be sure to eat a balanced meal before trick-or-treating and make sure or try and make sure that your kids do the same. I also think that it's helpful to set your candy intention, if you will, before going trick-or-treating. So what are you really in the mood for and how do you want to feel by the end of the night? Now, by thinking about how you want to feel before you go trick-or-treating, it's easier to honor that feeling. While you can eat all the candy that you wish, eating tons of candy makes no one feel good. And you won't be satisfied if you're feeling overly full and feeling crappy. Now, remind yourself that this isn't the last occasion you can eat candy. The candy you enjoy is available year round. This can help you normalize candy and make it easier to stop eating when you feel full and satisfied versus that counterproductive, I must eat it all now mindset. Now, after Halloween, if you have lots of leftover candy or if your kids came home with the mother load, which as a kid was like such an amazing feeling of victory, resist the compulsion to want to get rid of it all. 
When you feel the need to eliminate all candy from your house, when you truly love candy, you're signaling to yourself that it's not okay for you to eat candy. And that's when cravings get bigger and your behavior when you do eat it can be bingy and make you feel like crap. Now, is candy the most nutritious food? Of course not. But will it totally derail your health when you eat it mindfully and in a balanced way? No. And as I mentioned earlier, if you keep candy in the house over time, it will lose its intense draw and appeal, and you may even forget about it. While that may seem impossible to you right now, it really does happen when you give yourself full permission to eat it. And this is the process of habituation that I teach in my online program, the Intuitive Eating Academy. The program is designed to help people find a healthy, balanced relationship with food and to feel their best. Foods that we consider forbidden or bad remain exciting and novel because these are foods that are not subject to the habituation effect. And essentially, habituation explains what happens when you repeatedly are exposed to the same stimulus. It could be a car, a relationship, or especially food. After repeated exposure, the novelty of it begins to wear off. And think about it. If you've ever gotten a new car, those first weeks and months are really exciting. But eventually, that novelty wears off. It doesn't mean that you don't love and appreciate it, but the intense thrill dies down over time. Now, in the case of eating... The more that you're exposed to a food, the less interested you become in it. And habituation, it's the reason why leftovers become kind of less appealing over time, even if it's one of your favorite foods. On the other hand, restriction heightens the novelty and desirability of food. Restriction and forbidden food rules prevent the habituation response. Now, I promise when you know that you can have Halloween candy or other any other food that you enjoy anytime, it becomes less compelling to have it now or eat large quantities of it. Now, when you stop demonizing candy and putting it in the bad bucket, your intense cravings are going to simmer down and you'll stop thinking about the candy 24-7 when it is in the house. And you'll actually get to a place where you're able to be satisfied with just a piece or two. Now, again, candy is not the most nutritious food, but your relationship with it is what is most important. Obsessing over it and ultimately binging on it is far worse for your health than allowing yourself to eat it in a way that feels balanced and physically and emotionally pleasant. When you rebuild a healthy relationship with food and eat the foods that you love, including Halloween candy, you're not going to be eating only candy. You're naturally going to start to crave a wide variety of foods and well-balanced meals. And in fact, studies have shown that intuitive eaters have an increased intake of nutritious foods. So don't trick yourself this Halloween season. A healthy diet includes balanced meals with protein, healthy fats, carbs, fiber, veggies, fruits, and other nutrient-dense foods, but it can 1,000% also include some candy. Well, that is what I have for you today. You've been listening to Finding Freedom with Food. Now, go get yourself a snack, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for any resources mentioned in this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave the show a review and let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review will also help others get inspiration, support, and resources to help them on their food freedom journey. 
If you found this episode helpful, share it on social media and don't forget to tag me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and finding freedom with food without the dots on other social media platforms. And remember, you are not put on this earth to live life obsessed with what you eat and caught up in a never-ending battle with your body. So keep focusing on tuning out the diet culture voices and turning up the volume of your body's amazing intuition.